y'all, this is Mallory Irvin, and it's time for all of us to live fully. It's so important in this crazy world of ours that we stay connected, inspired, and motivated to be and do our best. And that's not always easy. I'm here with my guests and friends to share the stories and lessons we've learned to help you live your best life every day and truly begin living fully. Let's make it happen and get started with today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's podcast. I'm really thrilled to bring you guys a really amazing conversation that I am having with my friend and fellow person in this space of wellness, making a journey of wellness livable and loving your life, taking risks. So many amazing things in this conversation with Cassidy Cicera. So she has an Instagram called Cassidy Eats, a website also called Cassidy Eats. And she has a podcast called Podcasts. So I'm really excited to bring you guys this podcast today. I met Cassidy about four years ago. And Cassidy recently got this amazing award for her work in influencing from Oprah. (laughs) She literally shared a stage with Oprah on her tour. She's just really amazing. So we're going to talk a lot about WW, formerly known as Weight Watchers. We're going to talk about just maintaining a healthy lifestyle, loving your life, having a realistic approach to a healthy lifestyle through your everyday life, which is basically Cassidy's whole mission. And she will share literally anything and everything on stories, kind of like I do with cooking healthy weeknight dinners to what she does in Colorado, her hometown of Denver, how to maintain healthy habits for the long haul, and also just to have fun while doing it. So without further ado, I bring you my friend, Cassidy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Living Fully podcast. I say it every time, but I am excited. How in the world have I never brought some of these amazing subjects to you guys that I'm bringing to you today? I don't know. Maybe it's because I was waiting for the perfect person to talk about them with. And that perfect person is my friend Cassidy, who is on the other side of the computer screen right now, coming at you from Denver, Colorado. Hi! Hi! It's... (laughs) I've been waiting for this my whole life, I swear. Okay, so let me just give a little backstory. So you guys just heard about Cassidy in the bio and everything that Cassidy stands for. But And we have so many just amazing things to talk about today. But I'll tell you the first time that I met Cassidy. So Kyle used to live in a place in Nashville called the Gulch. And Cassidy was across from this breakfast place called Biscuit Love which we're going to talk about. I was in the line. I was in the line. How you can eat biscuits while you're living your life and losing yeah, weight and being yeah. and all this stuff. And she, I hear this person yelling and come barreling across the street. And I meet a lot of people that like follow my content. And I just like felt something very special from Cassidy. And I like immediately like followed you and have- You were doing a whole 30 and I was I, like, yes. Hey, same. Let's talk. I have a whole account yes. with ideas. We're going to be friends because we're like the same. Yes. We're just excited to be here. <laughs> we're just excited to be here and live yeah. life and help others and all of those things. And that was probably what, four years ago? Yeah, that was like 2016, I think. Yeah. And we have been friends since then, like just through Instagram. And Cassidy is like my personal WW Wikipedia, where if I always have all these random questions because <laughs> she's done like 
everything. And she just, we just have a lot of the same mindset around mm-hmm. WW and are so obsessed with it that I'll like text her all of these things and ask her all these questions. And she gives me like a bunch of fun recipes and stuff. One of which I forgot to link one time and I still feel bad to this day. Kyle edits my videos and he like edited out where I was like, this recipe I got from my friend Cassidy and <laughs> Kyle. Kyle. Oh, Kyle, dang you. But we just have stayed in touch since then. And I adore you and your content and just the way that you put yourself out there in this space of wellness and helping people to achieve wellness in an easy, everyday, achievable way, which Mm -hmm. why in the world can't everyone do that? You know, that's the key. No, it it really is. And if it... (laughs) It's shocking to sit here. If you would have told me I'd be introduced on a podcast as a health and wellness inspiration to the world, I, you know, if you would have told me that two years ago, I wouldn't have believed you. It's I've known you for four years, yeah. ish. But you know, this was always my side thing. This was always my hobby, my expression mm-hmm. of the crazy, the stuff that didn't fit into my professional life at my professional job. Mm-hmm. And which you just quit, which we'll get into. Yeah, soon. and. I've known you for such a long time. I've seen your success. It's been so amazing to watch you grow. Sweet. And I never really asked myself, you know, why not me? You've been saying it to me for years, like, mm-hmm. finally quit your job, girl. Finally. You need to be doing this. But I started asking myself, why not me? And here I am. Mm. That's such a like beautiful way to say that. And it's like every single person that's like thinking that thought to themselves, mm-hmm. start thinking that, why not me? Like, if they can do it, I can do it. I'm the same as them. <laughs> Yeah, I don't need blank and blank and blank to do blank. I am me. I have a desire to do this. I can do it. Hey, guess what? Tools like social media and stuff like that, they are for free. Okay. You can start a podcast for free. You can start a blog. You can start a whatever it is. And you just did that finally. And what's really cool though, is you did it for a long time, sharing wellness and just a way to live your life in a state of joy and happiness, but while also like majorly achieving your goals. So a little bit about like Cassidy's backstory. So she just like a lot of us like in college was just like, oh my God, I got to lose weight. Like I want to look, I want to look good. I got to get mm-hmm. like, you hate that skinny word, but like, that's what you were thinking. That was your mindset. That was my mindset before. I'm mm-hmm. like, I won't be skinny. Mm-hmm. I won't be skinny. And then through this like amazing journey with Weight Watchers and wellness and health and Whole 30s and all this stuff, she's just like built this brand and this this beautiful idea around making all of this achievable. And like we just said, well, like that's the missing link for people. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants an easy fix. Like while this is not an easy fix, it's an easy answer to like a thing that's very doable and achievable yeah. and you just do that so beautifully and so beautifully that Oprah Winfrey took notice of that. So you got to share the <laughs> stage with her at a WW Now event, which was just amazing. It was amazing. She's Whoa. amazing. Her team's amazing. I have a four minute voiceover video about my brand done by Oprah. Oprah. So it's kind of like, <laughs> I don't need to pay anybody to do any brand, you know, like, nope. I don't need to hire anybody. I got Oprah's video. No, so, you know, yep. I, I can't say enough about that experience. I can't say enough about her team, everyone that she surrounds herself with, including the WW brand, Mindy Grossman, the CEO. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can't say enough about her either. I think she transformed that brand. Transformed truly, it. Yeah. Truly. And some of the hires that she's made in the last like year-ish, I'm really excited to see those efforts of those people who've just been there under mm-hmm. a year pay off in the new year. I'm yeah. excited. 
Yeah. It's super cool. It's super cool too, because you and I, like we were not paid ambassadors for this program. Like mm-hmm. we were just people that were like, this really works. In fact, like if you guys know my journey with Weight Watchers, now they call it WW. So you'll hear me kind of interchange those words on this, but I turned down a lot of cash that was like thrown my way by other brands mm. because I was like, actually, no, I actually do. Then it was Weight Watchers, now WW. And it really works. And like, I can't, like I turned down a lot of money and uh, I'm so sure. glad I did that. Cause now I got to, now I'm partnering with them and this is not a sponsored podcast, but I just like, when it's a dream brand that you like really use and like it really weaves into your life, it's just mm-hmm. literally like world's clad. Okay. So back to your story. So I want to start at the beginning of like your wellness journey. So mm-hmm. And I've heard this before, but my listeners have not. So just tell me like how you got started in this space, because like you just said, if you would have told you blank years ago that you would be talking about wellness, you would have been like, well, you're crazy. So tell us why you say that. So when I think about kind of the beginning of my journey, I feel like it's been my entire life and I've always, I'm just on this journey Mm -hmm. still to this day, even though I have the food freedom and, you know, I have a lot of new followers who are seeing me now, but don't recognize or understand that, you know, I very much so understand the desperation to want to lose 10 pounds for vacation in three weeks. And you know, all your friends are going to be there and they're all got their rocking bodies. Like I just know those thoughts that are so evil that can just haunt you. And Mm -hmm. it's like this noise that's like in the back of your head. The funny thing about the beginning of my journey, which I'm going to reference is college. I would say I was at definitely my heaviest weight, but also most unhappy mentally. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I was doing with my life. I went to college because everybody else went to college and you're supposed to go for four years and get a degree. And, you know, I thought I was going to be an English teacher. I thought I was going to be a high school English teacher. And you are a teacher. I am a teacher. You're a teacher. I am a a teacher. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's wild. (laughs) It's so wild. (laughs) But that time in my life, I feel like I, I knew that I was going to be something great. And I don't say that in a conceited way, but I knew, you know, I'm going to be successful. I'm so smart and I'm funny. And every, you know, I love love, that about you. I love being around people. Mm -hmm. I love the energy. I feed off of people. So I almost like accepted that I had a fat body. I use air quotes, a fat body as kind of like, well, I have to have like one thing that's wrong with me. Mm -hmm. And I just don't know why I ever thought that. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of accepted that and then dismissed ever paying attention to those things at all. I didn't really have the education. No one ever really taught me how to build a healthy place. Right. Like a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I had tried low carb diets. I had done all those things. My breaking point was when I was in college, I was wearing those like mesh Nike shorts, you know, all the college girls oh, are yeah. wearing. Well, oh, yeah. I was a large. Uh-huh. I was a large and I realized that they were way too tight and they didn't fit. And I had to go up to an extra large. So I went to the sporting goods store. I was in the dressing room and I just had a meltdown by myself. I'm like, mm what are people going to think when they find out I'm an extra large? And it was just so like, it it was desperation. Mm -hmm. It was like, I I just was so overwhelmed. I was Mm -hmm. so overwhelmed. You're really, I'm really trying to take myself back there because I, like I said, I've come so far. People see me now, this balance, this attitude towards life, this overall joy. I've always had the joy, 
but I didn't fully accept myself back then. Mm-hmm. And now I do. Yeah. Well, the joy is connected to all these outside events and like, oh, well, this came along and I'm happy because I'm like an upbeat person. But this is constant like joy that you've chosen by the way that you live your life every day. And it's also like joy when hard times come because like I watch your content every single day. I watch your stories. I really love Cassidy's stories. There's such a place of light and just livable joy is what it reminds me of. It's very just, it's, it's livable. And I've watched you go through COVID and all of the, you know, racial injustice and all of these really like hard things that happened this year. And you still exuded joy all while like you were taking those in. So I love it because your joy seems like grounded, like always, yeah, always. So yeah. I see what you're saying. Exactly. Okay. So like you always had all this stuff, you always had the joy, but you never had the body that you felt like matched that because at the end of the day, like health and wellness and like feeling good about yourself. That's just a part of like, I love myself and I'm, I'm worth this. And everybody always wants to say like, Oh, I deserve this piece of cake. We also deserve like to look and feel good too. You know? Yeah. Well, I used to totally think that way. And over time it's definitely flip-flopped, you know? So I started Weight Watchers. I found the app. I remember I was in my college apartment. I found the app. No one knew. I didn't have to tell anyone. It was on my phone. It was very private. I could grocery shop figure things out quietly. Mm -hmm. So I just started to do that. I didn't have a scale. So I just was like, okay, you know, I have this tool on my phone that's so easy to use. I'd spend time in the bread aisle and get the best bread that I wanted. If it looked like it was cardboard, I wouldn't get it because it was zero points. So just kind of like riding that balance. Learned a lot. I learned just how to build a plate and it really is a tool. I don't think that Weight Watchers is a diet. I think it's a tool. It's a resource. hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. And that's why I think that like a lot of brands, you have this idea about them because they've been around for so long. First of all, if a brand has been around for years and years and years, it's probably because it's a really great brand. And because mm-hmm. I, so I did Weight Watchers in high school with my aunt, with a book, with the book, you're too too young to probably have ever used the book. But like, I can remember flipping through and being like, a cookie dough blizzard is 14 points and a can <laughs> of green beans is zero. So I can literally eat green beans all day and then I can eat a blizzard every single day and like lose it. You know, you do it. You you can use anything unhealthy. Yeah. But like, yeah. I used it a million years ago, but like probably like you, because you said you were hiding it. I thought as I got older in life that I had to do the ketos and the whole thirties and the blah, 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 and blah, 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 and blah, 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 that everybody else was doing, which there are good things about those diets, not diets, whatever we want to call them programs. Yeah. But I was like, Ooh, it's like the mom diet. Everyone's always like, it's the mom diet. My, the boy watchers, what my mom did. And I'm like, no, no, yep. no. It's like totally different and the best thing in the world now. <laughs> so <laughs> Truly. I, I understand why you were hiding it at first. So you're hiding it, learning how to build a plate. And what happened? So this is the end of my junior year. I went home for the summer, worked as a waitress and came back and everyone was like, whoa, what happened to you? Like I completely lost, you know, almost 40 pounds. And I was going into my senior year of college. I was traveling in the weekends, going to concerts, you know, life to be lived. Yeah. When you're in college. And Uh I didn't feel like I really sacrificed that much. And it was kind of so shocking to me that it all just Mm -hmm. really like melted off. And I was a little, and this is something I want to talk about. I was a little like, I'm going to track strictly for five days or six days. And then on the seventh day, I'm going to oh, yeah. use my weeklies and, and like do whatever I want. Out. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about this a bunch. I did that for a long time and, and I found success that way. But I finally got to a point where I was like, 
I don't think I need to be tracking my food for the rest of my life. And I don't think that Weight Watchers was ever meant to be this where I have it forever. Mm -hmm. And I've actually been very open about my... I was kind of fading from Weight Watchers when they were Weight Watchers. And then they made when this they did the transformation free, yes. uh-huh. yeah, to wellness that works. And they have such a overall wellness approach now towards just life and living, which is why I so proudly stand with them. Right. I don't necessarily track my food every single day. I share my ideas on Instagram because that's what I'm here for. And I'm here to help you understand the program. But for me personally... I think that the goal is to find food freedom and be happy in your everyday life and be okay with the choices that you make and don't feel shame and guilt around food. What a beautiful way to say that. And that's like the whole crux of this podcast and like why I brought Cassidy on today because I know we're talking a lot about Weight Watchers and whether you're a person that's on it, whether you're a person that wants to lose weight, whether you're a person that's like, I actually don't even care about diets or programs or whatever. Mm-hmm. We're talking about like a lot of different types of wellness today. We are just like super, super obsessed with WW and <laughs> that's something that we have in common. And I just, I can't say enough if you're a person that wants to find an amazing livable version of wellness, you've got to try this out. And I'll put like the link in the bio and everything with, a, with an offer. But it's just like a way that we found wellness while also being able to live and, and find mm-hmm. joy. And, and so, okay, so you don't track your points every day. So here you are. Okay. You were fading. Okay. So you were fading yeah. from it for a while. Well, at that point I had, I had had success, but, but my issue is I lost all that weight. I went back to school. You know, of course it feels great to have everyone notice your awesome new body. So I thought I had made it. Uh-huh. I'm skinny now. I can eat grilled cheese every night, you know, like I can have fun and know what it's like to be skinny, but also just live my life. Yeah. And I mean, of course I gained weight back and I really struggled with that mentally because I thought, okay, I'm going to have to think about what I eat for the rest of my life because this is just how my body is. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking still, mm-hmm. even then. Went back on Weight Watchers, you know, did the balance thing and, and tried to to get that weight off. And, you know, you have this goal weight in mind. And I just really became tired of tracking. I became tired of relying on this thing that I was kind of doing haphazardly. You know, Mm -hmm. I wasn't tracking everything I was eating. I was being lazy, but I was still doing it. I had had success. I, you know, it was just the lazy version, I guess Mm -hmm. I should say. Mm -hmm. I did a whole 30 because I did not want to track a single morsel of my food ever again. I was Mm -hmm. so over it. I did a whole 30 and as you did, I learned a lot about the type of food that we need to be eating. Right. Because when you're on WW, there's- No food is off limits. You exactly. Can eat, you can do it in an unhealthy way if you, if you choose to. You shouldn't, but you can. You shouldn't, but a lot of people do. And so that's mm-hmm. why I struggled. I'm like, well, why do people want ideas from me? Mm-hmm. Everyone's asking me for WW snacks and I'm going to tell you, you know, like a carrot or an apple, yeah. like fruits and vegetables. <laughs> like that's going to be what my answer is. So I don't have the things that you need to pick up at Costco, yeah. the, the treats that are pre-wrapped and that convenient. Like you got to choose yourself yeah. and, and eat the things that you're supposed to eat, which are fruits and vegetables, which uh-huh. are in the program are zero points for a reason. (laughs) Uh But you can also eat string cheese and you can also eat keto blizzard if you want to. But that's the beautiful thing about WW is no food is off limits, but you're right. Some people just like, everybody wants the easy fix. Everybody Mm -hmm. always wants the easy fix for everything. So people will, you know, now they're like two ingredient dough and like all of this stuff. It's like people are trying to find ways almost to like 
cheat the system a little bit. And I'm like, man, mm-hmm. you guys, if you just do this and like do it and try and do it in a healthy ish way, there is so much science behind WW and so much years and years and years of research and the mm-hmm. way that they like create a smart point. It's going to work for you. And like, you're going to be healthier. And yeah, I just like, can't say enough about it. But like when you do a whole 30, it does really teach you like, whoa, there's sugar in pasta. Steak seasoning. <laughs> yeah. There's sugar in bacon. There's sugar in like things that you would never in a million years expect there to be sugar in, which mm-hmm. hello America. It's so a it, whole different does, exercise. <laughs> yeah. But it does like it, it teaches you those types of things. But then I don't know if you're like me and sometimes I'll do a juice cleanse or every time I would do a whole 30 or, or whatever, it felt so depriving. And so like my life had to halt. And then the Saturday night, I always wanted to end it on a Saturday because by God on Saturday night, you were going to find me at like a Ponderosa mm-hmm. or something like Ponderosa. Full on Shoney's buffet. <laughs> like, oh man, I thought we were going to Cracker Barrel, but I'm <laughs> fine. I'll take it. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, it's like I just would like jump headfirst off the diving board with no water in the pool. Like, yeah. And I've never done that with WW. But did you do that after you did Whole Thirty, or did it like? Yeah. That's when your transformation kind of happened, where you were like, "Whoa, health." Well, yeah, I, I think I just realized. So I, I did the same thing as you. To, <laughs> crashed into you some would deep eat Ponderosa dish. too. Yeah, after Ponderosa, I went and got some deep dish. <laughs> <laughs> you ate and, the whole thing because hashtag you deserve it. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I realized, like after I ate all that crab and I couldn't sleep that night, I was so restless. I had my face broke out. I just felt terrible, and mm-hmm. it was, it was almost like have I been living under a cloud my entire life because of all the crap that's in everything that I've been putting in my body? Mm, so yeah, maybe, I was, yeah. I was like, whoa, health. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can have that realization, but you can still struggle with the balance of mm-hmm. what feels like your life and your everyday lifestyle that's effortless. It takes a long time to untrain your brain and it takes a long time to figure out what you want, you know, your go-tos. I was thinking about this recently. And the whole reason that I started Cassidy Eats in the first place was for ideas. Like I need new ideas. We all need new ideas. Even if you're the most creative person in the room, I follow so many different chefs and Mm -hmm. just different sources. I love watching your food stories. Actually, sweet. Thank you. Because you do it similarly to I do. Like we do it the same, you know, just kind of. We just, we're in the kitchen. Here we are, (laughs) not measuring, you know, like, yeah trying to do it with one hand. Uh And Uh your stories actually made me realize, okay, I understand why people like watching this with mine because Uh people would say, how do you cook cauliflower rice? And I'm- You like put olive oil in a pan. Yeah. (laughs) And I've recorded myself a dozen times putting it in a pan. And I still think it's hilarious that I stand at my kitchen stove and do this. (laughs) Isn't it funny that this is a job? I know. (laughs) But like- what a beautiful thing Instagram stories are that people can go mm-hmm. into the kitchen with someone that's going on a similar journey with them. That it's not like Jennifer Aniston or like some celebrity like on TV being like, do this. Cause you're like, are you really doing that? Cause I can't mm-hmm. see you in your kitchen every day. Like, you know, it, it's just such a, it's like bringing someone along on the journey and wellness is such like a, a journey that exists in the everyday. It's not always the before and after at the end of the diet. It's like, usually you see, you know, on TV, you see 
this is my before and after, mm-hmm. and this is how I did it. Mm-hmm. But seeing the day to day, that's what I feel like people really love about watching you and seeing that it can be effortless. Like not only just like the actual achieving of your goals, but cooking, cooking, mm-hmm. people think cooking has to be so hard and so tedious and planned out that they don't cook. Mm-hmm. And that just doesn't even become a part of like their family story when they could free themselves. And maybe you're going to make some mistakes, but like pick the things that you like, like Cassidy and I do, and then start creating with those things, those spices and that meat. And it can be so simple and so easy. People are always like, what's that recipe? And I'm like, I ain't got no clue. We watch <laughs> the story. Like I'll try and write it down next time, but it can be effortless. All of it can be effortless. And mm-hmm. cause isn't it so much more effort to live your life? Like, hating yourself and the way that you do life and that you can't cook and that you can't fit into something that you're in an extra, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, absolutely. I didn't, I, and and I really struggled with that during, you know, kind of my WW weight loss food freedom journey. It was, I don't want to live for the weekend. I don't want to. Amen to that. Have these days and be strict and have a routine. I can do it. I know the things to do. I have my go-tos. I know the things that I like, but I want to eat what I like all the time. And if I'm in the mood for pizza on a Wednesday night, I'm going to eat some pizza and not shame myself or, you know, it's not Saturday. Pizzas are on Saturday. That's what you save social time for, Mm -hmm. which social anxiety is a whole other thing that gets brought up during food and just your relationship to it. It's- well, that's what sucks the joy out of life too. I remember I was yeah. like watching your story a couple of weeks ago and you went out with your friend for like wine and cheese and you were sitting in your Jeep and you were just like, don't be mad at your friend for asking you to dinner. Don't mm-hmm. be mad at your husband for saying, I want Chick-fil-A for lunch. Oh, you're not on my journey with me. Like, but you had to get to that point because so many people they get so mad that the birthday party's coming up or they get so mad that Christmas Mm -hmm. is coming up and they're going to lose their way. And I liked something that you said on one of your podcasts, you were talking to someone and you were like, you don't have to wait until the kids go back to school on Monday to start your journey or something Mm -hmm. like that. You can Mm -hmm. start on a Saturday or Friday or Sunday or in the middle of a, or in the middle of Christmas, if you wanted to, I mean, you can start it at any time because you shouldn't think of it as some like restrictive, terrible uphill battle. Like change your framework around it. Change your... It's all about mindset. It's all about mindset. Well, you got to ask yourself, why do you feel that you deserve this? Like, why do you feel that you deserve food? If you feel like you've accomplished something great at work, you know, don't get a whole large pizza to yourself. Uh-huh. Take yourself out for a manicure or do something yes. that's, you know, self-care. Yes. Give yourself something. Don't... Yeah put yourself into this food spiral because emotions are so closely tied to food and then all social situations. I mean, my journey, as Mallory said, I've shared it all on Instagram. I'm quit my job. So now I'm getting into YouTube more. I'm getting into my podcast and I'm really just hoping to show people that it is a privilege to be healthy. Absolutely. But it's not that hard to make effort every single day towards the big results. Mm -hmm. And it's on your phone. Social media is free. Like Mallory said, you know, you can express your thoughts and share those things. And I created this account at the beginning for myself. It was private. I didn't share it with anyone. It was like a food journal and it kind of just kept me accountable to Mm -hmm. have everything on the grid and look at it. Do what's good for you. And if you want to do something like that, if you start a daily journal where you write down things, it's not necessarily about tracking your food and being so resentful towards it. Mm -hmm. It's more about understanding 
the why understanding your behavior. And that's Mm -hmm. why I like WWs because it's helping you understand your behavior. Don't get frustrated that those things don't fit into the program. Obviously you signed up for it for a reason because you're not happy with the way that things are going or you don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. So be open-minded, be open to being creative and don't be resentful. Have yeah. fun. It's fun. Have it's fun. cool to be healthy. It's, fu- it's cool. I love it when you say things like that. It's cool to be healthy. It's just, and it is a privilege to be healthy. It, it is. is. And it is a very, it's a really simple choice to make that a lot of people make really hard. And what's really great too about my WW before we wrap this WW part of the podcast is it is so customized. So you take this assessment and Cassidy's goals and Cassidy's thing, like Cassidy drinks, I don't drink. So we have like different things that like mm-hmm. are in our everyday diet or our everyday like actual diet, like what we eat and drink in a day. So that's something when she takes the assessment, she's going to fill that out. That's important to her. Like something mm-hmm. that's not important to me. I have two children. Cassidy doesn't have children yet. I was nursing. It's so customizable and like so it just, it's really catered toward you. So mm-hmm. right now there are these different color plans and we're on different colors, but like mm-hmm. it still is the same journey for us. Like I'm on green and Cassidy is on purple. Aren't you on purple? Yeah. Purple. Yeah. How many points do you have a day? I think 16. I have 36. So purple, you have a lot less points, but it's like a lot more zero point foods, right? Yeah. So like brown rice, potatoes, sweet potatoes, quinoa, oh pretty much any gosh. grain or Ooh, zero. What a dream. After I feel like I've achieved my goals, I've always thought about trying purple out because I've only tried green. Of course, I did blue because it used to be freestyle. If you guys have no idea, if we're talking in code to you, um, <laughs> Cassidy has a great video I do. on her YouTube channel about explaining my WW in depth. And I'll also link that in my show notes. She also has, she has a lot of content around this, like on Instagram and stuff too, but I'll, I'll make sure to link that video. But yeah, super customizable and just fantastic. Can't say enough mm-hmm. about it. Okay. So I want to move into another piece because this conversation around like wellness and food and all this is just so beautiful, but there's another really cool piece about Cassidy that I think is something that a lot of my listeners and a lot of people that follow me always ask about. And that is Cassidy is working like, you know, working her job in the real world and doing all of this on the side. Mm -hmm. I've been telling Cassidy for a long time, like Cassidy, you're super special. Like you've got something like, when are you going to quit? When are you Mm going to quit the job? That's such a leap of faith though. And you've really got to have the right mindset, the right people around you. And then you've just got to make the jump and you made the jump. And I want you to tell me kind of why you decided to do that when you did it. Like, tell me just a little bit about that. Cause I think a lot of people are listening to this and maybe they don't want to be a blogger, but they're like, there is something that I am coveting in life. I just want so badly to do it, but I can't because Mm -hmm. I have a job. So talk to me about that. Yeah. I, you know, after the Oprah thing, so that happened in March and that was, pretty much the last thing that happened on planet earth before everything shut down. But when that happened, I went through such a personal transformation of, okay, Oprah just looked me in my eyes and told me I have a gift. And it's not that I needed her validation to tell me that, to give me the permission, but it was almost just like, why am I doing anything else but this? That, that was where I was at. And I had been working in the tech industry for the last five years, hustling, grinding, long days, worked for a remote company the most recent three years. And and still sharing all this on the side, mind you, still literally creating so much content so it can be done. I just have to add that in there. Yeah. It's definitely hard, but it's possible. It's, mm-hmm. it's possible. 
I would get resentful a little bit because I knew what I wanted to do. I knew the videos I wanted to create, the content. I, I have yeah. so much that I want to just express out of me mm-hmm. that I became resentful because of my time. Yeah. How was I spending my time? And I've been listening to, I mean, your podcast included, but just a lot of different business leaders and thought leaders about high performers and, you know, how their habits shape their lives. And I knew that I was the type of person that could not be trading their time for money. Like I just can't be that kind Mm -hmm. of a person. And so I knew I wanted to quit my job eventually. I told myself, I'm going to match my salary. I'm going to get to this point and then I'll jump. But I had this realization this year. I mean, I think we've all woken up in a lot of different ways, but I had a realization this year, the Oprah experience. And I just kind of said, you know, if not now, then when? Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie. It was scary, but I let myself be scared, Mallory, for a week. I was like, I'm going to sit in my fear and I'm going to yeah. feel sorry for myself. And did I just quit my job in a pandemic? And, and not necessarily because I felt like I was doing anything wrong, but I've had a job since I was 15 years old, mm-hmm. all through college. I've never stopped working. And this is the first time that I'm just jumping and I'm betting on myself fully. <laughs> fully. And you did it. But sometimes like those fears get so loud that people are like, hey, excuse me, my name is Cassidy Cesare and I just quit my job. And can you, <laughs> is my position still open? <laughs> you know? But you yeah, did. but no, no. I mean, you know what? If you're not afraid to do what needs to be done, you can do anything. And that's a great I, line right there. If you're not afraid to do what can be done, you can do anything. Yeah. What needs to be done. I mean, what needs to be done? I, I think the big difference between, you know, I know you as a friend, I've seen your growth. I've also been just a follower of all of your content of all of these years. And Mallory is one of the most amazing special people I have ever met. And like she said, we connected the moment that we met. We I did. knew. I was just like, we we're did. here. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> and, and you teased me and told me you were moving to Nashville. Like, oh, we were, you we were going to, Denver. I was like, we're going to be best friends. I'm coming to Nashville though. When this, when this is all over, I'm going to come there. I wish you would move here, but I'm excited to see you when you come here, but I'll keep working on you. I mean, I got to visit you at the Four Seasons when you come up to Vail okay, next time. Okay, deal. <laughs> But what I was going to say is, you know, of course, Mallory is a very special person, but one of the major differences between her and me and, you know, everybody else who wants to do the thing is we're just, we're doing the thing. We're doing it. We're creating the content. We're carving out the time. We're making it happen. And nobody's going to do it if you don't. And you can become resentful towards that. You can become resentful towards not having what you want because you have this job. But if you want it bad enough, and if it makes enough sense to you, it's going to happen. That's... Mm -hmm what happened with me. And the thing is too, people think I can't do big things until I have 10,000 followers or a hundred thousand followers or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like the award that you got that they selected on that Oprah tour was an award for like someone that was making huge waves as like a person influencing people. Mm -hmm. And you did not have 250,000 followers. How many followers did you have then? I think I was at like 19,000 or 18,000. And you got the attention of 
Oprah Winfrey for crying out loud. <laughs> so I think that's another thing that stands in a lot of people's ways. Yes, they just like sit there in resentment and fear and fear of changing the way that their life always has been. But then they also think like it's going to take too much time to get to the place where I can actually make this a real thing. But mm-hmm. let me just tell you, it becomes a real thing the day that you make it a real thing. Like it exactly. doesn't matter how many people are watching it. I had 10,000 followers on a YouTube channel and I was getting big deals because Mm -hmm. it can be done. It can can be be done. done. And you have to be okay with creating content and just creating and expressing, knowing that not everybody's going to see it. Yes. That's a really great word of advice. I'm glad you said that. Well, I was actually giving this advice to someone recently because I feel like a lot of people spend a lot of time, let's say in front of the camera and they're trying to do the perfect Instagram story, Mm -hmm. but you got to record, you know, a hundred Instagram stories before you feel good and, and just record them throw them in the trash and don't ever look at them again, but give yourself the chance to be comfortable and don't put so much pressure on yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So you are clearly like, so you wanted to be a high school teacher. You're Mm -hmm. a teacher in this space for sure. And I think that we are the same Enneagram in reverse, Mm. which makes sense of why we just really connect. So I'm Mm -hmm. a three wing two and are you a two wing three? I am. So it's like the achiever and the helper, like all mixed. The host. We love it. The vibes are good. Our other girls. (laughs) But it's like, you know, some people I feel like are just, everybody's built to do something different and don't feel like, like, oh my gosh, I need to be a blogger. Like that's my thing. You'll feel a pull toward the thing that you're supposed to do. Cassie and I have both been pulled towards a a similar thing, but whatever it is that you're being pulled toward. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, consider what Cassidy just said. Like, your time that you're spending, like, not doing that thing that you want, could you just take that leap and just try it out? Yeah. But you could go back if you didn't, if you didn't like it or if you did. Why not try it? Like, yeah, I just don't understand it. But I'm also the kind of person that has a cake in the oven. I'm learning ceramics. I'm painting. I'm like, I'm just trying. I will try anything. And I'm, okay with the fact that I'm not going to be great at everything uh-huh. and I'm not going to be great at it the first time that I do it. But the whole point is I love to learn. You're, you're like, you're a learner too. I love to get tips from your book lists. And yes. The things I that love you to like do, to I love to. all different things. I think that mm-hmm. people like, they think this is the person that I am. These are the things that I like. And then they do that forever, all of time until the grave. And I'm just like, Lord have mercy. If you look at my life, like I was a tomboy country music singer until college. And then I did Miss America. And then I did a travel <laughs> show. And now I'm doing blogging and talking about wellness. And like, I'm writing an inspirational book. You can live a life that is just full of a million different things. And nobody's going to look at you and be like, oh yeah, but you used to do this. So I'm confused. Like, no, that's not the way that life works. It's not so <laughs> linear. It's very much a web. <laughs> so it I'm is. glad that we agree on that. Yeah. And you also have to have people around you that support you as a human being mm-hmm. and you as a growing human being. And I've really liked because you're open because her husband, Kai, she shares a lot. They live in Denver and we've already mentioned that, but you just share him. And I just know from knowing you and the things that you say about him, he's a real huge supporter of you. And when mm-hmm. you got the Oprah thing, he was like, oh, duh. Like I knew it. Okay. It's kind of annoying. Like, cause he, cause I'm like, like, and I'm always just freaking out about everything, singing queen around the house. And he's just like, yeah, I knew this would happen in such a weird way, which is comforting, but also like shocking. But you chose that person in your life and you probably Mm -hmm. could have ended up with like a lot of different people. I could have ended up with a lot of different people, but Mm -hmm. I chose a person that was like 
a supporter of mine. I did not fall into the playing game loop of like somebody make me feel bad about myself and like I need you back. Like that is not the life that I wanted to build or the life that I wanted my children eventually to see. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. having people around you that support you. I see you talk about it like with him, but then also like you're always with friends. You're always like, I feel like you're a person that really values that and and Mm -hmm. puts people around you and things in your path that make your life joyful. Yeah. Talk a little bit to me about that because for some reason, I think people have trouble with that, with like choosing people that support them or saying no to relationships, A, that like don't always work out for them or making new friends as an adult or Mm -hmm. putting themselves out there in general. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. I was uh, actually at a happy hour this week with some girlfriends and definitely a valid question, but one of my friends asked me, she said, does Kai ever feel left behind by you? Because you take up a lot of space. You're a lot, like it's a lot. And, you know, does he ever feel overshadowed or left behind? And like I said, I guess it's a valid question. I can understand why people would think that, Mm -hmm. but what they fail to recognize is I am the person that I am because of the partner that I have. And I am the person that like, this is us and this is our life and our family and our energy pouring out into the world. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be so sure of myself if it wasn't for him. Of course, other things, you know, I've, I've trusted myself for a good majority of my life, which I don't think most people do, but you just have to be okay with making mistakes. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like a second part to that, but you just have to be okay with trying things and making mistakes and just being super honest with yourself I'm really honest about my relationship with Kai and I can understand why people might think that. And, and yeah. I'm curious if people ask you that or think that about you. They do. Yes, they do a lot, actually. So Kyle, like Kai, is also like, he is my supporter and he believes in me like sometimes more than I believe in myself. And mm-hmm. I'm like you too. I knew since I was a child that I would do things like I'm doing now. I knew it. I always knew it. I always knew I would write a book. I always mm-hmm. knew I would do something really big. And I love it when people can say that and when people can feel that. And you're so right. It's not in like a, a conceited, I am awesome way. It's in a, I feel my calling already as a child. Mm-hmm. And Kyle, he knew that about me, like coming into this cow, like ran a valet company. He was like, not in this space at all. He was super awkward when I would turn the camera on him way more awkward than Kai is. I feel like he's always kind of just been like this chill, like cool, like (laughs) just handsome guy in the background. Just be like, yo, it's me (laughs) and my chick rad. (laughs) Kai is Southern California vibes in his flip flop forever. (laughs) He really is kind of like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it took him a while to get comfortable behind the camera, but he is just always so my supporter. And I think people just, unfortunately, we can only see the outsides of people. So mm-hmm. people see the outside of you and see you're loud and big and awesome and see that he's quiet. And they automatically think quiet is like sad or not, not sad, but like I'm not as important or whatever mm-hmm. it is. That have the opinion of quiet people on the outside and quiet people are some of the most amazing people like in the world, like, you know, Kyle's the same way. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm so glad that we talked about that on the podcast because maybe someone's listening to this podcast that is one of those people that is the other half of the person that everyone sees on the outside. That's the supporter and the person that like fills their well up for mm-hmm. them to go out there and like spread all this wonderful stuff to the world. We yeah. need all those kinds of people. 
You we know? do though, but you know, it's funny though. My whole life I've gotten that I'm intimidating. I've, I've gotten that in, in really? various pages, phases of my life. Yes. You don't, you do not read intimidating to me. Yeah. And, and I, and I think what I've always gotten out of that is I can't, I cannot make myself smaller to make somebody else more comfortable. Mm-hmm. I just can't do it. Yeah. I'm already out here trying to prove myself in this industry that I don't really understand, but it seems like everybody's successful if they work really hard. Mm-hmm. I was emulating the behavior of those leaders and I'm just one day realized, no, this isn't me. And if I live fully, live fully, mm-hmm. <laughs> I say that all the time too. So when you, when you say all this, it just gives me vibes. I love it. But truly when I live fully, it's incredible the things that happen. Mm-hmm. It's incredible the doors that open. And when you just, when I've made this jump, I wish I would have made it sooner. And it's not because I wish I could have made it sooner to get more deals or make more money or do anything like that. I just wish I would have done it sooner because now that I'm fully aligned with myself, the, like the universe truly has my back. I've been mm-hmm. loving, you know, the podcast that you just did with Gabby Bernstein. Oh, so it's, awesome. But it's, and I'm, telling you, if I would have heard this type of stuff five, six, seven years ago, I would have been like, yeah, that only happens to, you know, I would have been jaded. Yes. Truly, like truly. Yeah. Truly. If you put your vibe out into the world, your vibe attracts your tribe. And whether that tribe is Mallory and I met her randomly on the street and we became friends and now here we are Mm -hmm. to Oprah. Like you don't have to have a million followers if that's, you know, something you want to do and and just put your vibe out there. You just got to put your vibe out there. Mm -hmm. Or if you want to write a book, you don't have to redo your office space and get a new computer. Or if you want to be a mother, you don't have to read 55 parenting books and have like the perfect house with a playroom and a nursery, whatever it is. Like you just have to put it out there and you just have Mm -hmm. to get started. And I love it too, because you practice what you preach. A lot of people in this space, they say and say and say, and they can really inspire other people, but in their own lives, it's like, they can't do it, but you do it because you just started your podcast, which is amazing. And in your first episode, like I was listening to your first episode and you're like, I mean, my audio is not perfect, but I just had to jump in yeah. and then, and then it became this awesome thing and you have great listeners and great guests and just jump in and just do it because, but I do believe, and I, I say this, I used to say the same thing that you just said. I wish I would have started this sooner. I wish I didn't even have Instagram when I did any of the larger things that I did when I did amazing race or, or my mm-hmm. travel shows or Miss America, I didn't even have Instagram. I was like, man. I could have 2 million followers by now. When I studied I abroad, I think about that. Yes, when I had my Polaroid camera. <laughs> pictures. But it was so yeah. to happen exactly mm-hmm. when it did happen for me. And mm-hmm. like just little things, but you'll see it like on the other side, like further on the other side, you're going to see the reason that you, that you started it when you did. I just think about little things that happen for me like that all the time. Like had I signed on to do my book deal when my literary agent first approached me, I would have had a book that would have released in 2020, the summer of 2020. So my book tour would have gotten canceled and just everything. Mm-hmm. And like I delayed it and drug my feet and I beat myself up over that for a year. Ugh. Now it's coming out at the perfect time. Next year I'll be able to do a book tour and all the, you know, it's just things happen when they're supposed to. But also like you hear things the universe and God and everything, you know, sends you things mm-hmm. to push you in the right direction to like live your fullest life. And you're probably listening to the end of this podcast right now because you were supposed to hear that message. And I don't think that stuff happens by accident. So I don't either. I encourage anybody that's listening to this podcast right now to know that this is a sign to you 
And when you get off of this podcast, to put your vibe out into the world, like Cassie mm-hmm. said, I love the way that you put things, put your vibe out into the world, you know, and start your thing because mm-hmm. that is what it means to live a full life. So I was going to end the podcast by asking, you know, what does living fully mean to you? You've kind of already halfway answered that when we just talked about like a full life. But if you had to like answer it just in kind of like a, you know, a very mm-hmm. Cassidy kind of way, what does living fully mean to you? You know, it means that I'm living life honestly with myself and trusting myself. Mm. That's it. That's that fully. is awesome. Mm-hmm. And I love it that that you didn't say honestly, like in general, you said honestly, like with yourself. Mm-hmm. Cause a lot of people for some reason forget about themselves and they want to be honest and authentic to the world. Mm-hmm. But your relationship with yourself is really, really important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to do the work. And I've been doing a lot of work this year. And the more you know about yourself, the better you can go into any situation and you can handle anything. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Wow. Okay. I could talk to you for like literally a million years. Days. But this was this was such a this was such an amazing podcast, and we've covered so many different things. Mm-hmm. And I want you to tell everybody where they can find you on socials. I'm going to link everything in the bio, but just in case you're just listening with your ears and you don't want to go to my website under podcast, tell them about where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at Cassidy Eats YouTube. I have a website, CassidyEats.com, that I just launched this summer. So I'm starting to put my recipes and get a lot more organized with things as a resource. And then I just launched my podcast, Podcasts, this summer as well. So you can find me on iTunes, Spotify, all the places that Spotify podcasts are played. (laughs) Awesome. And I'm going to link all that in the show notes. Also, let's see. I'm going to look this up right now because I know that it's on my phone. If you're just listening, I always try to give a listener something that they can like type in that they'll remember. So you can get a special code if you go to www.com slash Mallory. Since that's easy to remember, I'll put it in the bio too. Mm-hmm. But if you guys are interested in signing up for WW, what a joy you are, Cassidy. And I really appreciate this hour that you have given me today. And everything that you put out into the world is just amazing. You are going to be in the stratosphere within no time at all. I just know it. I've always seen it from you. And I'm just really glad that you've always seen it in yourself, but that you also decided to like act on that thing that you've already known, always known. So. I it's thanks to people like you. I definitely appreciate. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, you've been you've been the one in my ear for the last four years. It's like, what are you doing? You can do this, do this, do this. What are you doing? Quit your job. And I don't think that you would say that to someone if you didn't mean it. And I know that. I've probably only said it to like 10 people actually ever. I only say it to people that I'm 100 actually percent sure mm-hmm. that I know what they're going to do. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for your You're friendship, awesome. your energy. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you to all of you guys for listening. This was just a great podcast. Tune in next Monday for more. Check out MalloryIrvin.com. You can go under the podcast tab and check out our podcast. You can retweet some of the lines that we've said. Please share this podcast with your friends. Rate it. That always helps me to get up there in the podcast rankings to help other people to discover this podcast and all things such as that. Thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. 
Thanks for joining us on Living Fully with Mallory Irvin. And remember to subscribe so you don't miss a single minute of encouragement and inspiration to live your best life. Want more? Join us on MalloryIrvin.com so we can connect with you on Instagram and YouTube. Start living your life now. You've only got one. We'll see you next time.